What's up, everybody? And this is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. With Be A Light, we hope that you've been having a fantastical week. How's everybody been doing? You have a, a stopwatch going, sir. Yeah. All right. We're getting serious. Gotta keep it regulated. Uh, okay, fine. I thought it was gonna, <laughs> gotta keep it separated. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. On the field. <laughs> <laughs> what the was green. the word? Amanda <laughs> Green. Amanda. I said that. <laughs> you said all the green. <laughs> <laughs> On the field. <laughs> oh. That's good enough. No one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about getting song lyrics wrong before the show. And, you the green? <laughs> and the technical term is Amanda Green, and it comes from a poem. And it was like the first misconstrued, like record and everything. But that's a lot of information. It's called Amanda Green. So, and yes, I'm that big of a nerd. <sighs> so, yeah, weeks talk. It's been one. It's been, been two while. for you. It's been two for me, actually. It's been yeah. a while. So my sister's uh, meningitis was most likely caused by... Actually, they're, I think they're testing her for West Nile virus right now, but they haven't got the results back. Mm. But if it was meningitis, it was meningitis from an antibiotic. There's apparently an antibiotic that can cause meningitis. The funny thing is, she started... She realized... When she got meningitis last time, she started taking this. An- she started. <laughs> <laughs> she started taking this antibody a little bit before she started getting the symptoms, and she took the same antibiotic this time, hmm. and both times meningitis. So I wouldn't have those hands crazy. in my body. Nope. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so she, they got her off that, got her on other stuff, and she's flying out tomorrow. Awesome. So, how was your dad? He's better every day. I mean, you know, I wish he would have done more physical therapy and stuff, but he's like, they're just rough on me, son. I don't like doing the physical therapy. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're rough for a reason. Uh, It's therapy. (laughs) Yeah, they have to be, you know, like strenuous. It's not Weenie Hut Jr. (laughs) (laughs) General. (laughs) And, and so, and you know, they had these like these things that are supposed to like compress his legs to like keep the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. He had that on for like a week. Every time he's had anything replaced or any surgery, they're like, "Oh, it's gonna take this many weeks." In his mind, he's like, "One week sounds good to me. <laughs> It'd be like six weeks. One week, I'll, I'll be fishing." Oh, that's what I heard, doctor. <laughs> he's like having a like competition with everybody else that's had the surgery. He's like, "I'm better than you." Yeah. <laughs> Um, I saw the video of your dad taking a picture of the dog. That was oh, yeah. so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I noticed it. He, he's like, he was sitting there. He's like, it's National Dog Day. I got to get up and take a picture of my dog. And he's like, Willis, I'm about to come over and take a picture of you. <laughs> and he got up and waddled over there and was taking a picture. And I was like, and he just did the old man, the. <laughs> Instead of zooming in with it, he was like zooming his face. <laughs> oh my goodness! I feel like I need to like cut the video in. Just so you, it was funny. You could. That's fabulous. Yeah. Be a like co-star. Yeah. <laughs> A Special guest. <laughs> 
my dad and his dog. <laughs> Champ. Yes, people are looking at me. Yes. Well, um, most of my computer parts are in. Mm. So there'll be some new BLI video editors, hopefully, here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm really stoked about that. Um, I really think that the Lord is about to have me out of the job that I'm in. Like, I think it's going to be really soon. I got a card from someone today. Um, a whole lot of talking, but I, I just feel like God's about to reshape the way I'm doing everything. I feel like God's about to do what I've been feeling like he was going to do for over a year. I think it's actually about to happen here pretty soon. So I'm really, really excited about that. And, um, yeah, that's that. Cool. Yep. I'm going to do rock, paper, scissors for it. Who goes first? Husband, go. Oh, I get to go. Yes. <laughs> um, since we talked last, uh, like, me and Amy have been just, like, working, like, trying to get, like, leads on jobs and everything. And, you know, last week it was like, we can't just keep sitting around and mm. just expecting people to come towards us everything so we just started going after things and you know thank the good lord that we you know were able to secure some stuff and still working on some stuff but you know i'm excited for what god's doing and um we were watching andrew womack today uh he was talking about stewardship and everything he was like Mm -hmm. he was he's like you have to be a good steward of what skills and attributes that God has given you if you're at a a job that is you know just a dead-end job and you feel like God has something for you he's like you need to he's like you don't have to go cold turkey or anything but you need to start making steps to do what God is telling you to do Mm -hmm. and it was just like I'm glad that you know we we went cold turkey and it's it's been it's been interesting but like through you know the like Satan has been like really fighting it because mm-hmm. he knows like there's fixing to be a big change that's fixing to happen, and it's like God, I won't just keep trusting you, God, I won't just keep trusting you, and it's slowly just kept pushing us closer to closer to it. And I, I'm just thankful that you know, regardless of what's around us, that. God is bringing us right to where he wants us to be. So I'm, I'm excited. That is exciting. I was just talking to a friend of mine earlier today. I've spent most of my life being in, like, analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the things that I'm starting a step towards now, I didn't before because I did not understand how to make it all happen. Like, so since I didn't know how to make it happen, I didn't take any steps at all. Mm-hmm. But now, like, the Lord just changed my perspective. And I know that Scripture says we choose our path and God guides our steps. Yep. So it's like all we have to do is walk towards the thing. We yep. don't know what we're doing. We just walk at it. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll pick us up when we fall down like a little baby and like, okay, here we go. And... 
there's like no place for fear once you believe what God says and believe who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're gonna fall down. You're gonna fall down a hundred times, but he's gonna pick you up every single time. And each time you fall down, it's gonna you're gonna walk a little bit further than the time we did before. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. Because you truly fail when you don't get back up. That that's you know how it works. And what you guys are doing right now, these are the real like first baby steps of be alike. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't serious risk in what you guys were doing before. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, things are moving. <laughs> like we didn't really even know what it was when we first started. We were just kind of like, yeah, like we want to talk about God and <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it just kind of turned into this whole thing. But and, you know, you said you guys went cold turkey. You know, I think I'm not going like whole turkey. I think I'm doing like half a turkey sandwich, half a cheese and broccoli soup. I don't know if that analogy makes any <laughs> like sense a, or not. Like a Panera thing. Yeah, I'm about to go Panera. I think it's going to happen with me, and I'll be working part-time and then part-time doing whatever, what, however that looks like. I don't know. But, yeah, you guys are encouraging. <laughs> There's no turkey over here yet. <laughs> Come on, you gotta <laughs> grab a leg and then bite into it. <laughs> if I did, I'd probably go smoke turkey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about your week? Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs, but um, what Chad was just saying about you know when you fall down, you get back up and that is really how I felt this last week. And I'm going to segue into our topic for tonight, which is grace. Smooth <coughs> transition. <laughs> I planned that. <laughs> uh, no, like I just really, there's been a lot of difficult or challenging situations going on you know, from moving, starting a new business to different relationships. And it's just kind of been like, it's like, God, I'm really trying to navigate this as best as I can. And, you know, there's times when I've not done well. And, you know, sometimes... (coughs) Like that's when the devil tries to come in and whisper where it's like, this is, this is as high as you can go. This is where you taper off. And then that just is like this downward spiral. When you start believing those lies, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I only have this much patience. I only have this much, um, whatever. (laughs) Um, it's like I've hit my my max and you know God's just really been showing me that it's like you know my my grace is sufficient and it's like um I was thinking about this the other day you were talking last week about like seeing like the alien ship or whatever and um I think your mom was playing in the car the other day and I um when I heard you talking about that, it was, um, 
it reminded me of like there's this time when God showed me it it I wasn't seeing like different compartments and the things he was it was just kind of like this big empty cavern or whatever but the idea was the same where it was just like you know there's so much digger that you can de- you know deeper that you can dig sorry <laughs> deeper that you can dig and go and um and that's you know because of his grace yep. and um like even before the show i was like like I don't really even have like any specific verse or anything like that, and I was like, I need to go study, and, da, 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 da. and like it was kind of weird because God was just like, "Do you want to seem smart about this and have verses about it, or do you just want to talk about how you've experienced it?" And I was like, "Okay," <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I'm not saying that having verses about it is a bad thing. I mean, of course, we need to know what the word says about it, oh, yeah. but. Um, it was just kind of like you've been experiencing it. And I mean, I know like I was, I can't remember what day it was. I think it was a Sunday or I I don't remember, but um, like I was in the shower and like, I was like freaking out about something and there's like an old hymn. Um, Grace, grace, God's grace, um, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sin. And like that just kind of came up out of me, and like I don't know, it was just it was something that was familiar to me and God, like we were talking about grace back and forth and it just kind of came up out of me. That was what was familiar to me. And like, I just, I just kept seeing it over and over and I just felt, I've just been experiencing, like, I don't know how to say it other than just like a deeper reality of what that really means. And like he's really just been taking like what we would think of are like these simple concepts of like just like the blood being enough for me like i think i talked about that last week and you know how much deeper grace really goes and it's like just experiencing it in a deeper way and um I don't know, like, there's just, there's been moments where, like, I know I had a day this week where it was, like, I just felt so bogged down by everything. Like, I got, like, nothing done that day. And it was, like, all I could think about was all these situations going on. And it was just, like, I don't know. It was just, like, I cannot handle this anymore is how it felt. But it was, like. I don't really have a choice (laughs) and it's like, okay, Amy, we need to put our big girl pants on and, you know, but it, I couldn't even get to that place without, you know, being like, God, like, I know that this is not who I am. And you're saying that I'm more than this. And, you know, it just kept coming back to, you know, there's there's grace for this and we can we can get 
you're going to be, it's going to be more than just getting through this. You know, you're going to be able to come out on the other side and not even recognize yourself. So it's, um, even in the moments where it's like, I feel like I've miserably failed or I've made a mistake or just haven't really even understood what to do about something. Um, you know, he just keeps bringing me back to grace and it, and it's helping me to, you know, be better about the choices that I make. And, um, cause it, it is about, you know, it's, there is grace for us to live the way that he's called us to live. And I think you were saying that you had a verse about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's bringing me into alignment with him and just, you know, taking bigger steps and being more of that person that he's called me to be. So, so <clears throat> I was, yeah, I was going to ask you, but I think you summed it with that last sentence. Is that what you would, that last sentence you said was that would, if you were to summarize grace, just to give an actual definition with a few words to a sentence, would you say it's that where Cause you essentially what you ended with is you learning to take bigger steps mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. Um, are you asking me to give a, de- a yeah. definition? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I guess just trying to to think of you want you want a one sentence thing and all I'm thinking about are like examples. Um, That's okay. I mean, anything to help define the word grace. Yeah. Um, To me, and what I believe the word says, I think grace is that the blood is enough for me in covering the things I've done wrong, but also empowering me to do what's right. Mm-hmm. How's that for a sentence? Okay. <laughs> and really, so one thing I had to learn, uh, I learned, long, uh, okay, I'll, I'll speak <laughs> a long time ago, is the difference between mercy and grace. Right. Because everyone says grace, but what they're really saying is mercy. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a long time, the Lord told me a long time ago, there's a long time in my life, Shag can attest, I was living by the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. Where literally I'm like, ruin my life the best I can. And somehow it just equals out. And I'm like, <laughs> How did that work? I don't know. Everything always worked out for me. And one day the Lord's like, yeah, that's my mercy. It's like, it's not my grace. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, and so he's started teaching me about grace. And one thing Dan Moeller says, he says, grace without change is not grace. Mm-hmm. If there's no change in you, there's, it's not, it's not grace. Yeah. Um, it's mercy. 
which mercy mercy still valid. It's still new every day along with grace. Um, they do go in partnership a lot. Um, and that's why when I thought of this verse, and I want to go to the actual, no, not Bill Gates. <laughs> well, and like I'm glad you said that because I do, because I am renewing my mind and wanting to change the way that I've done things and God's bringing things to light. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not like, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to walk out of his will or like saying like, no, that's not for me. It's like, it's where it's like, it feels like there's like a Tim, I guess a temptation to, revert to old ways but Uh saying no to that yeah and i just think it's important tonight for us to define for everyone yeah you know what the difference difference between grace and mercy yeah yeah because there's a lot of people who oh the grace of god oh there's grace oh he loves me yeah and there there are those things yeah and i live that way and it's a horrible way to live yeah um and like once he really showed me that, I was like, oh, <laughs> I wasn't walking in grace, <laughs> which was freeing because I was like, because I thought I was walking in grace because I didn't really have a understanding. I was like, well, OK, that's grace. And I just everyone just threw grace, grace, grace around. And I'm just like, it's just one of those became a Christianese word. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is itchy. It doesn't feel good. Um, grace defined in the Bible, you know, everyone, it's it's just it's charis. It's that's the Greek word, and it's grace, a gift or blessing brought to a man by Jesus Christ. So the gospel of grace, favor, gratitude, thanks, favor, and kindness. Here's two things though um, that kind of define it a little bit better for me that I really enjoyed, um, where it talks about preeminently used of the Lord's favor. Freely extended to give himself away to people because he is always leaning toward them. Yeah. And then there's another one that says, both refer to God freely extended himself, his favor, grace, reaching and inclining to people because he is disposed to bless and be near them. So what that helps me is because grace is never something we produce. We are receptacles of grace. We are not producers of grace. Can we be graceful to people? Yes, but true grace only comes from God. So one, that's a really big, you yeah. know, resting point for me. Um but just to think that, you know, his grace is him. He's like leading, he's like, I want to help Shad. <laughs> you know, let me let me get near Shad. Let me help him. Or let me uh he is disposed. Like he <laughs> Gives him grace is giving of himself. So when we think of grace, it's not God being like, "We're gonna get him next time, buddy." He's it's an empowering. It's literally like him going, "Let's do this, Shad. You're the closest one to me." (laughs) (laughs) But um, let's do this. And so then, when you mentioned the subject grace, the first verse I've already read it to you guys. But the first verse that came to mind is Titus two, eleven, and I'll just read through fifteen because it's all good. But we'll focus on 11 and 12. For the grace of God has appeared. So there, here's the reason for the grace of God. With salvation, so grace and salvation are two different things. They appeared together for all people. 
And it is an instructing tool because it instructs us to deny ungodliness. So the grace of God and salvation together should come into our life and teach us, literally become instructors to us that would make grace part of the Holy Spirit because he's supposed to lead us in all truth. So they're instructors and they teach us how to deny godlessness and worldly lust and to live a sensible, righteous, and godly, uh, godly way in the present age. While we wait for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, he gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people for his own possession, eager to do good works. Say these things and encourage and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. He's talking to Titus, who is essentially he's sending out as a leader. But this verse right here is only a few verses, but like that's what... We can go and find like all the verses that ever say the word grace in them. But I think we need to start with one verse and actually get an understanding of one verse. This verse right here is it's jam-packed saying that literally grace should be an instructor, a daily instructor through the Holy Spirit saying, hey, no. Yeah. <laughs> and teaching us how to say, hey, no. Yeah. Like literally... The past week has just been me consisting of, like, literally, I heard the devil the other day, or don't gonna get semantics of the devil at email. It wasn't the Lord, let's just say that. <laughs> I heard it say, You're mine when you get home. And I was like, No. I, I said, Out of my mouth, No. <laughs> mm-hmm. My God, one, He's forgiven me of all my sins. I've confessed my sins. He's cleansed me of all unrighteousness. But now He's teaching me how to deny godliness. Sometimes we don't deny. We battle. We think we battle with sin because we aren't denying it. Yep. <laughs> it mm-hmm. Our instructions to deny, not to go mm, be tempted or tell everyone I'm being tempted. No, excuse me. I deny you access to my life. Yeah. So when I heard that, I said, "No, I have been purchased. I have been bought, and I, you are. Yep. I am not yours when I get home. I am a slave to righteousness. I am God's possession. Bring it up with Him." I was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't even deal with anything when I got home. Because I, that's just what I'm learning. It literally, like when you read, it says, teaches us to deny godlessness. So when I get around godlessness, when I have, there's an ad when I'm watching some YouTube videos, it comes up and talks about depression. I say, no. <laughs> Out of my mouth, I'm saying, no, I don't accept these these uh, symptoms, anything like that. Skip ad, deny. Yeah. And that's just... I'm going to take it as literal as I want to out of my mouth. I'm going to deny these thoughts, cast down every vain thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So with just that little bit, which if I have had a day or two to even look at this, I can get a bunch of verses. But with that, we see that grace is a very empowering thing. It's God leaning in, coming, like girding, you know, with us and going, this is how we're going to walk. Look, and then we can learn from Jesus. He said, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. But since the father loves the son, he revealed all things to him. So Jesus is literally saying, I learned grace myself. Mm-hmm. I learned how to yeah. deny godless because we think he just nothing faced him. No, he literally learned that very thing to deny godlessness. Yeah. And he just learned it by I'm only going to say what he tells me. I'm only going to do what I see him do. And that's how you deny godlessness is you act like God. Yeah. If you're not going to be godless, have a God and act like him. 
and you're going to act righteous because he is righteous. You're going to act holy because he is holy. You're going to act perfect because he is perfect. You're going to act in love because he is love. Mm -hmm. So it's very, when you get it from that aspect of a teacher of your, your focus, and it's not just, because this is what I'm learning. Because, you know, because that grace has been sloppy grace, whatever you want to call it. But really, it's it's ignorant grace. People are ignorant to grace, the actual definition of grace. And we don't know that it actually is an instructing power that couples with salvation to lead us to be like God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were talking about, you know, Jesus having to learn and everything. And some mm -hmm. people might off at that but I I just had the scripture come up to mind and when I read it the other day I was like wow mm -hmm. wow um, <laughs> but it's when Jesus and the disciples are going through Samaria and they he stops at the well and he's exhausted it literally mm -hmm. says in the word that yeah. he's exhausted like he felt everything that we feel mm -hmm. you know he he had he was skin and bone he was a man and it's if he had to learn it and he had to walk it out to be able to save us like he had to experience it all as well yeah and i just think people need to realize that yes jesus was jesus he's the son of god and like he is the most powerful thing that you can imagine but he came to earth flesh and bones he he gave up all of that so he could see what it's like to be a human and make the way for us because any other way wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. Like man and God had to become one again, and he made that happen. And we can do the same thing because the same spirit that lives in him lives in us. And I, I think, you know, we're talking about grace. It grace and wisdom go right hand in hand because you know you thought grace was mercy and all of this mm -hmm. at the same time but god gave you wisdom on it yeah and if we're using god's wisdom because it gives it freely then we're going to be able to see the things that he's trying to teach us yeah trying to you know it's good even David, it was like, God, I want you to reveal the things that are in me that I need to fix. And I think that's where grace comes into play because God's not going to be like, okay. And he pulls out the filing cabinet and it goes, it's cartoon style and it goes yeah. forever. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, we'll just start right here. And then he just starts reading off a list. He's like, hey, this right here. And it's something, you know, it could be something small. And it, he's just like, this is what I want you to work on, and I'm going to help you through it. It's not like, well, <clears throat> you did X, Y, and Z, and uh, you're going to hell. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's not like that because he wants to walk with us. And mm -hmm. when when you were saying he was leaning in, I could just I could just picture like my my father, like my 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 dad has so much grace. Like I'm just gonna brag on my dad because. Like when I was in the world, like he tried, he tried so <laughs> hard to like, like, Hey man, you shouldn't be doing it. And we butted heads all the time. <laughs> it was like rah, 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 all of this, but it's like, I could tell like 
looking back, it's like, man, he was walking in so much grace because he wanted to see me become the man that he wanted, you know, that he saw in me. And that's what God's wanting to do. He's like leaning in. He's like, Hey man, it's like, Hey man, I love you so much. Let's, let's walk together, you know? And I think that's people. And I know, I knew this was me for a long time. God was this far away thing. And it's like, God, why aren't you listening? He's like, cause you're not talking to me. You're talking to, Space yeah. Wizard Man. And he's like, I'm sitting right beside you. Stop talking to Space Wizard Man and talk to me. And I, I just feel like people need to get a hold of that truth because that changed, that wrecked everything that I thought God was. And once you get to that point, man, whew, I just God is so good. <laughs> like he's wanting that relationship. And grace, 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 grace. Not will and grace, but God's <laughs> grace. <laughs> uh, I just felt like I could see all those images kind of like going together, but like he is such a good, good father. That's why we call him that. But he he just wants to be with us, like, and he wants to guide us. I, I, I just felt that big on my heart. Chad? Uh, well... I I feel like grace and glory are connected and I still feel like God's kind of showing me all that so I don't necessarily have this down to a way where I can try to teach it with any kind of authority but I can just say what's on my mind um, Romans 5 Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So, that was not me. <laughs> Bedtime. I've just, <laughs> I've just seen my life change so much in the past couple years. When I w- before that, I went a few years where there wasn't a lot of change. Mm. And it's just been interesting to see the contrasts of a life that's progressing versus a life that's not going anywhere. Yeah. And it's the grace of God. <laughs> yeah. It's the empowerment of God. And I, eventually I realized that my life wasn't moving like I wanted to because I was in so much sin. So just like Judah was saying earlier, like there's a difference between grace and mercy. But when you're in sin, there's always grace. Wherever there is sin, there's more grace. Mm -hmm. But if you're in sin, then the grace that God has chosen for your life at that point in time is to get out of sin. So I was in sin wanting to build my life. God's grace is not for that. He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. grace is His grace is where it's at, and yeah. you got to get where it is. <laughs> and like He, there's more than enough grace for our lives. But you can't be out there thinking, being a child of God. Maybe in the world you can get away with it more so, but being a child of God, living in sin, thinking you're going to build your destiny, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. You've got to allow the grace of God to overcome the sin in your life. And then you can start building the life that God has for you because he's going to do it in that order. He's not going to do it in another order. He's not going to 
give you this awesome ministry where a lot of people's lives are on the line and you're still trying to live in sin. Mm. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so... Yeah, that's what I got for right now. And going off of what you were saying and going back to what Andrew Womack was talking about earlier, like stewardship, God, God's grace opens up the door for us, like you're saying, getting us to a point where we're in that relationship. And we have to go to a place where we're stewarding what God has given us. Absolutely. And it's, it's our our job like it's not some like when you're at church thing it's an everyday thing and it's something that i'm i'm having to learn it's like i have to steward the gifts and the skills that i have to not it's not for me to build this media mogul empire but it's to empower god like some and andrew was talking about this and it like hit me it's like what you have is not yours. God has given it to you. He's like, that's everything. Your finances, mm-hmm. your abilities, your health, everything. God has given the good things in your life. And if you are not using them the way God wants you to, you're not walking with him the right way. You're only getting this much of it. And he's like, you know, everybody thinks ties and all of this. He's like, that 10%, that's... He's like, God owns all, all 100%. Yeah. He's like, he's allowing you to keep 90 of it. He's like, but that whole 100% is his. He's like, your life is his. And if you're a Christian, you need to be getting that, that thought process of stewarding that and grace. And I think that's <laughs> hearing all of us in the same day. It's like, okay, God, I know what you're wanting me to work on. And it's, you know, taking that knowledge and working with it, you know, and it, it just, I just feel like somebody needs to hear that along with me. It's, we need to be stewarding the gifts. God's God's just like, psh, he's like just throwing rubies and sapphires and emeralds and all of this at us. He's like, here, take all of this. And it's all of those gifts that he has for us. But if we're, you know, like I, I was thinking about before we started Be a Light and everything, I was trying to create my empire. Mm-hmm. And it was an empire that was, you know, I was in the world, I was in sin, I was doing all of this, that, and the other. It's like God was like, I'm not going to promote this. He's like, I'm not going to elevate you because that would have been who I was. Mm-hmm. But, like, he got me and he started molding me, and he's like, okay, now I'm going to elevate you because we're we're working on that yeah, mm-hmm. and that was his grace to get me to to understand it's like god i'm just gonna listen to you because you, you're smarter than me mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw you looking up some stuff you're good um yeah oh, i just looked up the definition of mercy so that i have both the definitions so this is uh the greek definition or word for mercy is elios something like that um it's mercy kindness or goodwill towards the miserable and afflicted joined with the desire to help them so they are very similar grace and mercy are but i feel like mercy 
is that compassion. You know, when Jesus it says he was moved with compassion, when they use that word, they're literally talking about from the bowels. Like he was like oh, almost a groaning. So like when the Lord looks at us in mercy, he's like, oh, I want to help them. And then he comes with his grace, his empowering. His grace is like an instructional Mercy's out of love, grace is out of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And by his grace, he instructs us how to be out of God, but his loving, loving mercy and his wise graciousness, like they move together. Um, there's another part I have, but I totally. Oh, oh, I was okay. So, because like what's been happening as I've been just meditating on that verse and acting on it in faith <laughs> in those moments. I was, as you were talking, I was thinking, I was like, what's a good relatable thing? And, you know, we can go into superheroes. Everyone does this, but you, mm-hmm. they all have that origin story where they're getting beat up left and right. Yeah. And then there's that one thing that triggers and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I have all these abilities out of nowhere. Yeah. And so that's just a really good example for how they already had those superpowers. Yeah. They weren't walking in them. They already had all of those things. Yeah. They weren't walking in them. We have been born again. Everything we need for life and godliness. New creatures created in Christ Jesus for good works. We are workmanship created in Christ Jesus. We are, 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 are these things. We are new. Behold, the old has passed away. All has been made new. (laughs) But we don't know it. My people perish for their lack of knowledge. They don't know what's in the word, what the word says yeah. about this. We don't understand that. We don't understand. And so, like, if we don't get in the word and we don't see, okay, grace trains me to deny godlessness and worldly lust. And then I go and do it. And I'm like, take that, you know, <laughs> like, oh, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> thought it was harder, you know. I thought because by my ignorance, I thought I was more inclined to that. But no, scripture says I'm a slave to righteousness. Yeah. Don't you? It says what scripture said. I was listening to this today. It says what dominates you, you are a slave to. Mm-hmm. So what dominates you in your life, you are a slave to. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, dominate me. You know, I'm like, take over my life because I'm a I'm his slave to righteousness. I am my nature. I once was darkness. But now I am light. Yeah. I'm not just in the light. I don't got a little, this little light of mine. No, I am a light. He's the mm-hmm. light of the world. But I am in the kingdom of his son's dear love. I am translated out of darkness into the light. There's so many verses that talk about who we are now, what he has done. And that's, uh, so it's, uh, grace empowers. If, it, if you... If it denies godlessness, that means it instructs in godliness. And if it denies worldly lust, it instructs in righteousness. That's what it even says. It even I, that's what the verse actually says. Um, and to deny godlessness and worldly lust, and to live in a sensible, righteous, and godly way in the present age. So we're in the present age. Whatever present age it is, it's teaching us in that time. While we wait, and so it teaches us, and then we're waiting on the blessed hope and the appearing of the, of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So then it talks about, go a little further down, and it says that 
and to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse us, cleanse for himself a people for his own possession and eager to do good works. So this teaching to deny godlessness, worldly lust, to then live in a sensible life, righteous life, godly way in the present age is all for Jesus. Jesus is doing this in us. Like scripture says, he's worked out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. His good pleasure is that you are, you are spotless. You are cleansed and you are his possession and you're eager to do good works. So as he begins to change us, we get eager to do good works. And Ephesians 2.10 says where he created in his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that he's destined us for to do since the beginning of time. So what you begin to see is a, instead of a selfish nature, you begin to have a selfless nature, an outward focusing nature where you're wanting to do good works, where you're eager to do good works. And then we're reminded to say these things and encourage and rebuke with all authority. I mean, that's that's strong strong words to you don't see people nowadays stopping people and saying, No, we're not living this way. Yeah. We're gonna live this way right here and rebuke them. We don't see that much. Yeah. I feel like um grace is like a current in a river. And it's like what you just said, God has already predestined us to good mm-hmm. works. It's like in every situation of life that we're going to come through, like God already knows where we're going to be at what point in time. Mm-hmm. And it's like by faith, we stand in grace. Mm-hmm. So it's like just by agreeing with him and what he said, we enter into that grace. That's already, it's, it's, there, it's always available for us. Even if you're in the pits of hell or if you're on the mountain type, mountaintop, God has some form of grace for you at that point in your life. And just agreeing with him and accepting that grace because it's a gift that we can't earn. Uh-huh. Then we get in that current and we start yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. And that's in the past couple of years, that's one thing that I've learned. <laughs> you remember going around the pool at. Uh, yes. <laughs> I thought that I had like very long story short, made very long story made very short. I thought that I had like lost grace. Yeah. <laughs> and Judah's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. For for hours. <laughs> hours. It was the enemy messed me up bad. And he's done that on more than one occasion. In different ways. But um what's happened in this past year or two is just the realization more and more all the time, like the power we have. Yeah. Like there's what I'm realizing, and I'm I'm trying. Maybe that's the problem. I'm trying. Let me back up. God's showing me, like, I believe we can overturn like everything, every situation we're put into. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're at work, we're in our family, our marriage, our friends, our finances, whatever. Like, every single thing can be overturned by the grace of God into yep. what God wants it to be. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of speaking what you know God says the way it's supposed to be and just believing him to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you look like you were pulling up something? Um, like we were talking about <laughs> I know <you> <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like having that understanding of grace in that you know it it really it's empowering us to you know live as the righteousness of God which has already been paid for us to live in and um I just kept thinking like <coughs> um you know it's like I I want to feel about sin like the way that he does in that you know I I hate it I don't want any part of it or I don't feel like I can be a part of it and um this is John 3 starting in verse 18 There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him but anyone who does not believe in him has already not has already been judged not for believing in God's one and only son and judgment is based on this fact God's light came into the world but people loved the darkness more than the light for their actions were evil all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed but those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that what they are doing that they are doing what God wants and i know something that god keeps bringing me back to he's like you know there's no fear in love and if you fear you know just like the scripture says it's like you know if there's fear it's fear of punishment <clears throat> but you know god isn't calling us close to him in order to you know bash us over the head <laughs> you're talking about like the cartoon you know filing cabinet like you know it's calling us into this you know lifestyle of walking in love and being empowered by grace um i know i keep saying that but it really it has been an empowering thing um and i know it will always be mm-hmm. but um it's like i don't i don't ever want to allow the devil to convince me in thoughts or any you know what it, that's usually where you know it starts but it's like in thoughts where it's like because it's to it's to steer me away from coming to god and having the light expose things that just don't need to be there you know and um i'm i'm experiencing it for myself and also you know seeing it you know in others where it's just like it's like it doesn't have to be this way yeah. like there you know there is a god has a better way and you know 
especially in difficult situations where, you know, like you were saying, like grace and wisdom go hand in hand where it's, um, you know, I, I know what he says and, you know, the Holy Spirit is bringing those things to mind and, you know, there's been so many times when the devil's tried to convince me that I don't know what to do in a situation. And, and there have been times, many times where it's like, I'm like, God, I have no Mm. clue. And I'm, and (laughs) he's always just like, yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) And, you know, it might be me, you know, drawing close to him and you know looking at the word in that moment or me just having remembrance or you know but it's it's always coming back to this allowing the light to be exposed you know or allowing the light to shine over a situation um and exposing the things that don't need to be there and you know whether that's taking thoughts captive um like you were talking about, you know, the devil was saying you're mine when you get home or whatever it was. And, and it was just like, no, like I don't. And like the more we, the more we just accept that his plans are good, you know, we don't have, we don't have to be afraid of, something being exposed because we don't have to live in shame and condemnation. It's. It's an empowering thing to move us forward. So, yeah. (laughs) So I've got a way to sum it all up. Are you going to go SpongeBob? See you on a. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay, because I just had a thought while you were while you were talking, I was reminded. So, because as you were saying, you, you read that verse talking about those who are in the darkness don't want to get near the light because right. they don't want to be exposed. Yeah. This can like all like be seen in the garden. Mm-hmm. Don't let me steal where you're gonna go. If no, I'm no, gonna no, go no, here. no. Okay, no, cool. Okay. You're um, nowhere near. Where cool. <laughs> good. Good. But I mean, you can see. <laughs> you can see that they were the second they sinned, they hid. They hid in the darkness. They hid from God, and they because they didn't want what they did to be exposed. And the Lord called out to them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when I was going around the lazy river with him for those hours. This is what the Lord does while we're in our saying He's sitting there grabbing on for, to the raft, just constantly going, no, no, no. But um, in that moment, you can see, yeah, he gave them the the blood of bulls because he, he clothed them. But then Jesus said, you, you did not give me a body of bulls and goats, but you've given me a body to give. And so now... Because it says, to the pure, all things are pure. Mm-hmm. So in Christ now, and there's a, there were so many thoughts coming from him trying to get it all together, <laughs> but th- what did they get when they ate that tree? The knowledge of good and evil, yeah. right? Trick question. That's how we're going to answer it for me, but okay, I'll answer it myself. The knowledge of good and evil. Um, 
But now, to the pure, all things are pure. And so, yes, we can shun evil, be innocent as doves, but as wise as serpents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now we go back to that original nakedness mm. where there's some people who think they weren't really naked. They were clothed in the glory of God. Da, 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 da. The scripture doesn't say that. Yeah. We just know the Lord said, y'all been naked this whole time. Y'all didn't even know. <laughs> but we go back to that original state where we're not analytical. We're not looking good and bad, good and bad, good and bad, because we're not God. Yeah. God has that. And he can look at good and evil and always be perfect in every way mm-hmm. and make the right decision. We are his people and we learn good and evil by listening to him. He leads us away from godlessness. Yeah. That doesn't mean we go searching it out, trying to figure out what's good and what's bad. Yeah. We simply go for him and he leads us out of temptation, away from temptation. So the way we learn what evil is, is being led away from it. You know, one of the things they say, like learn from other people's mistakes that's essentially what the Lord does. That's why in Psalm 37, he said, he said, look at the wicked man. Now look at the righteous man. Look at the wicked man. Now look at the righteous man. Now look at the wicked man. Now look at the righteous man. Um, I got in a whole different subject. <laughs> but that's what I think God wants is we attained what we thought we needed to have. Mm-hmm. And we were deceived into thinking to make us like God. But that's not what makes us like him. Mm-hmm. It's the obedience and walking in that grace where he leads us on paths of righteousness. He teaches us the difference between the good and evil. There's nothing to say that they wouldn't have learned what good and evil is. This is just, this is just theorizing now what good and evil is as they would have went on. But they took it on themselves to gain it. So now we're in a place where we no longer have to try to gain what's good and what's evil. To the pure, all things are pure. We're not going to walk in evil ways. We keep our eyes on him. Yeah. Just like like a practical application of that. Like um, I was thinking about something. Well, the devil's trying to constantly get me to think about something the other day. And it was like, I don't think about that. I think about what is pure and holy. Da, 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 da. And God was like, okay, you keep saying that. Like, yeah. you're saying that, but it's like, what is yeah. this? And it was like, <laughs> like, I mean, like in that moment, yeah. it was just like, it was just kind of like, it felt like one of those, like, you know, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about that. And it's like right here, yeah. you know of the camera right there um but you know it it's not about it's like when you're sitting there just trying to like resist resist without having you know the replacement there yeah without the replacement without Mm -hmm. seeking out and i'm not it it was just one of those moments where it's like I need to seek this out way more than I have and um, and have that collection for myself. And, um, and like, it's there, but it's like, you know, it has to be a constant thing. Yeah. So. I have a one last sum up of my okay. sum up of the sum up. <laughs> Whatever the light touches is ours. 
Yeah. That's how he explained his kingdom. He yeah. was like, whatever the light touches is ours. What about the dark? Don't go there. That's mm-hmm. as easy as, <laughs> as simple as I can make it. So I have two references because we okay. can't have a be a light show without references. <laughs> one, and this was when you were talking about like the Satan's like the the whispers are like the chain chomps in Mario, like they're just out like it's at the end of its chain and you're just kind of like you can just hop over and go on about your day if you choose so. But if you're not looking for it, it will get you. Exactly. <laughs> So you got to be aware and you got to be right with God the whole time. You got to have that that power up. Mm-hmm. That power up, you know, when was it? Yes. That's exactly what <laughs> That's the whole experience. <laughs> um and then when you were talking about mercy and grace earlier like kind of dissecting and everything. There's a video game character named Mercy and uh, no. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> so, underbite. <laughs> when I uh, quickly summarize what this is, she's a healer and she can sort of esque fly and everything. So she's like healing her whole team and everything. There is wisdom in how to play this character because. Mm-hmm. You can put yourself in a lot of bad situations and get knocked out real quick. Word. So that's the grace, is learning how to play with wisdom. So grace and mercy working together and lifting people up and keeping them in the game. So that's what God wants to do with us. He wants to keep us in life and succeeding and with our full health bars. <laughs> To all you mercy mains out there, if you want to learn how to play or like a pro, read the Bible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For all the people that have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry about oh, it. Oh, well. Go follow Nerd Cave. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, follow, share do the little bell button on YouTube and <laughs> share it and all that stuff. Uh, I've been holding that for like 20 minutes. I'm just like, I'm going to get to see. Face is redder and redder. <laughs> Show doesn't end till I want it to. So it's going to get sad. Oh, so there you have it, everybody. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Be a Light. Uh, if you want to support us, Please. you can go over to patreon.com slash be a light. <laughs> Throw us a few dollars there. We also have some styling and profiling jet setting limousine riding shirts limousine yeah. riding shirt rick flair rick flair is this like roll down the window like cool celebrity oh, yeah. or is yeah. this like prom out of the sunroof like <laughs> a crazy t-shirt we need to make a shirt that says woo like has Whoa. jesus on the front and then rick flair saying woo on the back <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's either. It depends on the wearer. We have a variety. Yeah, we have a variety. Uh, you can check those out. The link is down below. Um, who wants to price out tonight? I will. Get it. Lord, thank you for being all that we need. I thank you that when we call on you, you say, I am. 
And I thank you for helping us have a better understanding of your grace. And I pray that we would seek you in all that we do and that we would see your grace in every situation and that for us and the people that are watching that we would always see the drawing to your light drawing close to you is where we belong and that you sustain us and that you love us and we are just so thankful for that I pray that if there's anyone watching who feels like they feel confused about this topic of grace, about this all-encompassing love that we're talking about, Lord, I just pray that they would experience your grace in a way that there is just absolutely no question that it's you operating in their lives, Lord. I pray that you would use our discussion as the catalyst for people for just renewing um, people's faith in what you are doing in their lives, Lord. God, I just thank you that your grace is what um, is empowering us to live as the righteousness of God. And I pray that anyone who is watching that they would know without a doubt that you love them and that they do not have to fear because all you're wanting is to love them and to call them to righteousness, Lord. We just thank you for your truths that we've discussed and we just pray that we would see it more and more and more lord in your name we pray amen, amen. Well, there you have it everybody if you're in need of prayer you can message us on facebook dm us on instagram or you can email us at be a light show at gmail.com uh, we'd love to get to pray with you and yeah, just help raise you up. Yeah. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. Goodbye.